Welcome to the Live Beautifully podcast. I'm Katrina Scott. I'm a mom, a passionate female founder, and a creative brand builder. In the last 15 years, I've been everything from a personal trainer to a Forbes-featured entrepreneur, a New York Times bestselling author, and the co-founder of the leading fitness empire, Tone It Up. And with that comes CEO, late-night copywriter, creative director, social media expert, and of course, the most important job to inspire creativity, an office intern running out for coffee and donuts for the dream team. I'm humbled and so grateful for my journey so far, and I can't wait to write new chapters with all of you. Creativity, success, and making your dreams come to life takes passion, commitment, and a deep, deep love. And love is fostered and grown through deep connections and purpose. And we're going to do just that together. From personal life stories to thoughtful conversations with the most inspiring guests and Ask Me Anything episodes, my hope is this show will ignite your creative brilliance so you can flourish and live beautifully. Happy Friday. Welcome to a new episode of Live Beautifully. Thank you so much for joining. If we haven't met before, my name's Katrina Scott, and I just want to give a really quick shout out to everyone who has reviewed this podcast and left the most amazing note and five stars. I read everything from you and It's hard to put into words how much it means to me, but just literally, I hope you feel it. My heart is wrapped around you and thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. (laughs) Um, So for this episode today, it's an AMA, which means it's ask me anything and you all get to ask me anything, any topic, and we're going to dive right in. Um, These messages are sent to me on my phone via text. So if you don't have my number yet, Make sure you take it down so you can text me anytime and ask me anything. It's 213-205-3604, 213-205-3604, and start it out with AMA, and I will be looking out for you. Right now, I change it up a bit, and I'm sitting in my new little office setup. It's kind of a mess. I should probably do a little behind-the-scenes video on Instagram, (laughs) but there's boxes everywhere. It's kind of chaotic but it's a new scenery and I'm no longer sitting at the bottom of my closet. A lot of people actually record podcasts at the bottom of their closet because it sounds better. But yeah, I was just looking for a new spot to sit and not be, you know, staring at the loads of laundry that I have to put away too. A lot of the questions that came in were, you know, how do you balance it all? And how do you make it look so effortless and this and that? And I just want you to know right now, (laughs) live beautifully is the goal, right? But it doesn't mean that every day I'm living beautifully. I'm I'm in the middle of just chaos, but I really love connecting with you. So I'm recording this podcast in the mess and we can be messy and life can be a little chaotic, but still be beautiful at the same time. So I just want to put that out there before we dive right into all your questions. I chose questions today that were everything from business to motherhood, friendship and motivation I'll do more AMAs where the entire podcast is themed around, you know, business or branding. And then another one may be around motherhood or fertility. Um, But today it's a variety and I was just really grateful to get your text messages. So thank you for that too. Today's episode of Live Beautifully is supported by Baby Barn. Now, if you don't know, Baby Barn is actually my husband Brian's company along with my friend Jen and they make the cutest baby clothes and for toddlers too. They're even thinking, you know, 
how many ages can we go up? Because I actually ask them all the time, can you make this in my size? But if you haven't seen them, make sure you check it out, shopbabybarn.com and all these cute jogger sets, sweaters, leggings, and accessories for kids. They're super passionate about creating and curating the most adorable clothing for our kids. So go check them out. Thank you, Brian and Jen. I really appreciate it. So the first question that comes in is from Carrie Capriccio, and I apologize if I pronounce anyone's name incorrectly, but she says, Hi, Katrina. It's Carrie. I guess I wanted to ask, how do you pour back into yourself when you're always giving? I find that even when I'm exercising, eating healthy, have a baby and a family, much like you live far from the East Coast where all my friends and family are. How do you keep from getting drained? And how do you find that thing that adds back to you? Now, I read this question, and I think that this actually applies to so many of us, not just moms. I think that a lot of us have jobs around the clock, too. I think that we're all overcommitted. We're all working so hard right now. So this is something that I've been trying to work on, too. You know, live beautifully, like I said, is the ultimate goal. It might not happen every day. Some days I'm definitely not living beautifully. Today I'm a mess. The house is a mess. I ate Bella's goldfish for a meal instead. So I can't I can't seem to keep up with all my to-dos today. I think we're all overcommitted and we all give so much our lives professionally and personally, especially all the full-time moms. You'll notice that I never say stay at home mom too. That is a full-time job, by the way, this past year, we were all expected to stay at home and truly we all learned that the phrase stay home means work from the moment you open your eyes, you work twice the hours, if not more, and you're always having to be present You stay up to date with calls and Zooms and FaceTimes, and we're all exhausted. The only way that we can really give back to ourselves now is to truly take the time to be still with ourselves and do something that fulfills us personally. I'm trying to do this too, so we can keep each other updated on how it's going. I was just talking with my sister-in-law the other day, and we were joking, saying that the new self-care is showering or washing our hair or sleeping running out for errands, or even just exercise. But those are all considered life and surviving. Like, what are we truly doing for ourselves that we give back? So this is a really good question from Carrie because she says, you know, although I'm working out and I'm doing all these things, what can you do that fulfills you personally? And for me, it was starting this podcast. And it may take you time to figure out what is that one thing that could fulfill you, or maybe it's multiple things, but I think trying new things will really help. So it could be art, ordering art supplies and seeing if you like painting, uh, design, taking a design course, you know, photography, reading, writing, poetry. It doesn't even necessarily need to be a hobby. I think we can even pursue something that challenges us intellectually. Yeah. I think that's something that journaling will help bring that out in you. So I'm a big journaler. I journal all the time and it has helped me come to that place of what my passions are. And so if you're looking for something that you want in your life other than surviving and you don't know what that is, the more things that you try, the more that you will discover something that you love. 
And it's okay if you try something and you're like, that was not for me. And that's cool. I actually really miss making pottery. My mom uh, put me in these classes growing up. So um, I think it was like my early teens. I would go to this place and I would make pottery. And it was so cool. And now looking back, I can't believe my mom did that for me. It was such a cool experience that she thought, oh, my daughter might like this. And I thought the other day, oh, I want to get a, you know, a pottery wheel, which I feel like Brian would probably (laughs) be so upset as such a mess, but I started looking at places locally to maybe start doing pottery again. And it's, it's meditative and it's beautiful. So I don't know. I think that we're all in the same boat on that one. This next question comes from Magrith Fernandez. Hi, Katrina. It's Magrith. I'm already enjoying your podcast and I am so excited for the journey. I'm going to embark with you to live a more beautiful and happy life. Thank you so much for doing this for us. My question to you is, how do you find positivity when things don't go as you expected or things come from left field and affect what you have already expected? Oh my gosh, I connected with this so much. So this is such a good question. We all have expectations and that's natural. And we all experience letdowns. We all do. And it's literally just human nature to expect things from life and loved ones. In my experience, we can, of course, have plans in life with people or situations, but we can't have expectations that could ultimately crush us and strip us of our identity. William Shakespeare shares that expectation is the root of all heartache, and it truly is. Now, I'm not saying that you can't have standards or plans, but being okay with something, if it works out or if it doesn't, is a really powerful place for you and your mental health. So being okay if it works out or if it doesn't, you know, we feel let down when expectations weren't met from other people. So releasing that and trying our best to only control how we show up, what we do in our life, how we contribute to the world and how we meet our own expectations, that will ultimately bring us more happiness and fulfillment. We know this, but it's really good to hear. We can only control ourselves, not others. Now, there's another piece to this, though. A lot of things that we expect personally of ourselves are also out of our control. For example, I'm, you know, sitting in this room that I set up is great for work and everything. It's beautiful, but it also kind of makes me sad because it was also supposed to be our second nursery. We moved the guest room bed out. We got really excited and I was expecting. And again, that's an expectation. And when I was no longer expecting, I literally just had to you know, sit back. I started using it as a storage room for a while. I refused to set up anything in here because I was, I felt so let down and lost, but obviously as we started working from home, I tried my best and, you know, to move forward. And I set it up as a new office. It wasn't part of my plan. It was absolutely out of my control. So I think there's another aspect where I'm moving forward and have released even expectations of myself as a protective mechanism to not be too disappointed We'll talk more on this and of course our fertility journey, but the way to heal from heartache of unmet expectations is to take a step back, look at what you can actually control, and of course allow yourself to feel all the things, sad, angry, frustrated, hide under your covers for as long as you feel like you need to, but also you know, taking a step back and looking at your life of what is actually in your hands. So some days I'm sad and some days I focus on my blessings and the way that I can take care of myself. I think this could be an entire episode because telling someone who has lost something that's out of their control to focus on blessings doesn't work either. 
we have to allow ourselves to feel whatever it is that we're feeling and not suppress those feelings because they come up in other aspects of our lives. So sometimes it's really good for, you know, therapy and to release those feelings and trauma and pain and anger, and then also focus on the things that are absolutely beautiful in our lives. So to recap on that one, take care of you, take care of your heart. I'm so sorry that you're hurting. You're not alone in your heartache and you deserve peace and happiness. Just know that. Okay. This next question comes from Amanda Dyson. Hi, Katrina. It's Amanda. I wanted to ask you as a woman in business, how do you manage being assertive with being kind as well? I feel like too often women get labeled as bossy when they're not assertive. And I find myself not asserting myself as much as I'd like. Can't wait to hear from you. Thanks. I read this and I I feel like this is also something that we're all working on, whether it's professionally or personally as a parent or anything. We all, we all want to be able to assert ourselves without coming across, you know, too bossy or whatever that, you know, narrative is in the last 12 years, technically I've been the boss to many people, but I've taken a much more active role in leading instead. I feel there's a difference between a boss mentality where things are done for you and a leader where you lead by example. A leader has humility and no job that is too small or too big for them. I literally will be in the trenches with anyone to get the job done. And that's really how you not only grow a company, you build teams and you build community and you build an entire empire of incredible people. When I look at Tone It Up, it's brilliant team members literally side by side having each other's backs in every single situation. So I don't think you can boss people around and expect great work in return. Maybe they'll just kind of just get the job done, check in and check out, but being there with them and leading by example is that secret sauce. There's of course times where I've had to ask for things to get done, but I like to hire great managers to keep people accountable because I'm terrible at managing. I'm really good in there and, you know, just getting it done and getting my hands dirty too. But I think any managers listening, bless your heart because that is a tough job. And of course there's times where I've had to assert myself, you know, up in the glass ceiling or something that I've had to fight for that I really wanted. And that's okay too. You have to speak up. I love this quote and I hope that this inspires you too. So don't be afraid to be called bossy because, you know, sometimes that's a label for you're asserting yourself and that's a good thing. I don't know who the original author of this quote is, but I've seen it circulated. To the woman called aggressive, keep being assertive. To the woman called bossy, keep on leading. To the woman called difficult, keep telling the truth. And to the woman called too much, keep taking space. This next question comes from Addie and she says, Hi Katrina, this is Addie. Here's my question for you. Listening to you talk about all of your friendships, and the importance of your different relationships with women in your life. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about your experience over the years of any of these friendships changing or if you outgrew any of them. I love hearing about your female relationships, but feel that as I get older, there have been some that make it hard for me to grow and change and live my own life. They feel less about women empowering women and more about women fearing growth in one another. I'm going through it now and it is breaking my heart, but I also feel like I have this blank slate in front of me to create my life and do it without judgment. 
I want to know that even though this one is ending, I'll be able to still find my people and have the women in my life that inspire me. I read this and, you know, I, I hear this a lot from women. They, they say, you know, we want to support each other and women empowering women. But if you feel like someone fears your growth, then I think a very candid conversation can happen. If you're ever afraid to grow in fear of outgrowing people around you, remember that the right ones will come with you and you'll be surprised. Friends that love you will rise to the occasion. They'll cheer and they'll be so proud of you. Like that is a healthy relationship. I think the conversation has to happen first. And if they don't support you, then they're making that decision really easy for you. In my last solo episode, It's Not Too Late For You, I talk about how there's over 7 billion people in the world. You have to live your life and do what your heart wants with no fear of judgment of one or a small group of people. Your dreams are so important and you're worthy of having an extraordinary life. Don't stay ordinary in fear of shining too bright or that your light will blind the relationships that are in your life. When you grow, your healthy relationships will grow with you and it will enrich your lives together. It will actually give you more clarity on the quality relationships in your life when you live authentically you. So at the end of the day, celebrate the women around you rising and you know their new chapters and in turn, they will celebrate you as well. This last question comes from MC. Hey, Katrina, this is MC. Uh, I know a lot of people struggle with getting started when it comes to projects, ideas, life goals, you name it. Overcoming inertia can feel so heavy, and I find myself just waiting for everything to feel just right or at least good enough to feel inspired to get going. I know you started episode one by saying that you experienced this a little bit with the podcast, and eventually you just got started on the floor of your closet in all of your mom glory. From the outside, it seems like you've been able to overcome the hurdle of inertia with relative ease. What do you think is the most important factor for you to just get the oomph you need to get over the hump and just start? Thank you so much for submitting this. And I read this and I'm I'm so there with you because I, I, I have to get over the perfectionism too. Perfectionism is part of our ego. We all have this ego and I'll do another episode on this, but perfection says, you know, we can't do this because it has to be just right, but it can actually be a little messy. It can be, uh, you know, imperfect, imperfect actually says I'm perfect when you spell it out. So the real thing is that there's paralysis by analysis. This is when we overanalyze and judge ourselves and our lives and our capabilities to the point where we paralyze our efforts so much overthinking takes place that we have zero action. Like literally nothing happens. So we just lay down instead of doing anything. And it happens even in little situations, like the whole house is a disaster. So instead of on a Saturday, we tackle that. We just lay down. <laughs> My advice to you is to know that you are so much more capable than you know. You're doubting if it's the right time, if you can handle it, or if you're good enough. But really, your potential is the greatest thing about you. Your potential is so beautiful. And I'm just here to tell you that, of course, you can do it. And it's going to be amazing and more extraordinary than you could ever imagine. The greatest oomph you can ever have is knowing that everything that is in your heart is worth trying. I'd rather you live with, I did that, or I finally tried that, than to live with regret. Now, again, 
I promise you we're going to be 85 together playing bingo or chess. And I want you to tell me that you did it. I don't want any of us to be living with, you know, what if I did this or what if that and any regret, let's just do it. So to recap today, you deserve to take time for you. Everything else can wait. And let's, let's try new things together. You deserve an extraordinary life. Don't keep yourself small. You deserve to shine. You can lead with your heart while also being the boss. Your dreams are important and you are so worthy of living beautifully. Thank you so much for tuning in to Live Beautifully today. I hope you loved this episode and that you feel empowered, connected, and of course, inspired to live beautifully. Make sure you subscribe so you're the first to know when a new episode comes out. I love seeing your reviews and hearing how this podcast is making a positive impact on your life. So if you haven't yet, I'd love for you to leave a review. I read everything from you and it means the absolute world to me. I'll be sharing your reviews and stories on Instagram at Katrina Scott. Also for ask me anything episodes, literally anything, text me on my cell at 213-205-3604. 213-205-3604 with anything you'd like to talk about. Title your text AMA for Ask Me Anything so I can look out for your message. Thanks again for tuning in and sharing this with your girlfriends. I cannot wait to chat soon. Let's live beautifully together.